0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is the official, unofficial Carlton podcast here on SEN, your home of sport, through the overnight crowd links. Paul Sebastiani is my name. I'm joined by... Nicholas Negropontis, fresh off the AFL trade period. Well, I don't know how fresh you are, but you're probably probably a bit jaded after the last couple of weeks. So how are you?
1: Hello, Paulie. Yeah, I worked 12 hours yesterday, so I'm a bit (laughs) tired. But we needed to get this out to the Carlton people. We did. Before I take three days off.
0: Yes. Ah, oh, there you go. Very and then, nice. And then we'll be fresh. Nice. We will be very fresh after that. Um, so it's all done and dusted. It uh, is. The moves made that needed to be done have all been done. Paddy Dow is gone. Zach Fisher is gone. Carlton have got Elijah Hollands in. We're going to go through all of that. We're going to go through a bit of a depth chart that you have uh, so beautifully put together on a Google document here. Yes. Um, we're going to come up with our best 22 slash 23 for mm-hmm. the season, maybe a best 30 as well. A bit of depth to go through that too. Um, what we want to work on with regards to draft needs too. So we'll touch on all of that and um, we'll get into some audience Q&A as well, yes. which I think is going to be very exciting. Uh, Some good there, summer so. questions. In there? Yes. Well, uh, Ari has sent through a fantastic question off your, uh, off your tweet. Mm. So we've got Peter Jordan, Aaron, Matt, RJ. Uh, Damon has sent through a few as well. So um, we'll uh, touch on all of that. But um, where shall we start? Shall we start with the players traded out or shall we start with uh, Eli, Elijah Hollands?
1: Let's start with the outs, I reckon. Okay. All right. Let's get on that. Um, Fisher and Dow out. Yep. The curious one being Fisher, given two-year contract to go, goes to North Melbourne, mm-hmm. gets a four-year deal with a trigger for a fifth. Good on him. I'm sure he'll he'll slide into their best 22, probably play across half back, yep. you know, replace Aaron Hall kind of thing. Yep. It does frustrate me. This isn't a Carlton thing specifically. This is an AFL thing. When mm-hmm. Jack Inovan is a good example of this, a player loses their spot in the best 22 or hasn't even lost their spot in the best 22 yet. And they're yeah. like, trade me, please. I need to go out of here. Yep. That annoys me a bit. I thought... Zach Fisher could have fought for his spot at Carlton next year and had a live chance to get back into the best twenty-two, but yeah. instead well,
0: con- he goes was contracted for a certain. Well, he was contracted what till the end of twenty twenty-five with us 20, that twenty-five. Right? Yep. Yeah, it's a bit okay. frustrating, but it
1: is frustrating. But yeah. yeah, he heads off, and that is depth we will need to replace in the draft. Uh, Paddy Dow, I think, is a bit of a more straightforward one.
0: Yep, agree with that. Yeah, uh, that was not. God, people made a big song and dance about that. I've seen. I've seen some tweets saying, oh, it's bad business. What a bad deal. What a bad move. Just, oh, oh.
1: How do you explain to people who don't get it that he's out of contract? Uh, he's not in our best 22. God. He's, like
0: he's eighth best midfielder.
1: Yeah. He's also, oh. he's requested a trade. He's out of contract. Not in our best 22. <sighs> You're only getting a future fourth for that. That is Will set a field all over again. That's just how it works. That's how
0: it works. That's it. That's just how it works. And, and it's w- fine. You know what I want to do? Let's go through, and Carlton have put together a nice little uh, graphic on their um, social media page. So just the trade wrap. Yeah. So forget about how it was done, how it was all moved in, what they did. Let's just go through what Carlton got in and what has shifted out. So Carlton get in. Elijah Hollins, pick 22, pick 28, Fremantle's future fourth-round pick. Gold Coast future fourth round pick and the Western Bulldogs future fourth round pick out goes Paddy Dow, Zach Fisher, pick seventeen, future third round pick and a future fourth round pick,
1: done. To me, it feels like very much like we got in Hollands, who has the highest upside of any of the any, of anything you mentioned there. Yes, and we gave up borderline nothing. Yep, correct. Like yeah. we gave up depth that can be easily easily replaced. Evens, evens. Yeah. Even Stevens. Uh, I actually think we
0: are. and I'm not saying this as from a bias buyer's perspective. I actually think we're pretty big winners out of this trade period. Silent winners because yeah. no one. we haven't gone for the big names or we haven't traded away the big names. But what I think is an intriguing scenario for us is – now, I wanted to explain this. Now, this is the whole Paddy Dow scenario, and it's going to move on to the Campo boys coming in. Now, a um, fellow good friend of mine who I get on on overnights – Um, and Oz is what he's colloquially known as Dan Williams. Uh, very, very good friend of mine, gun draft analysis, um, gun draft analyst and a gun with these, uh, with list management and how we sort of, how he looks at how list managers deal with this is kind of, this is his space. This is his expertise. He watches thousands of thousands of hours of draft videos as well. Um, and puts together his little synopsis on this. So he actually put together a comment, Pond, which is really interesting. So I want to read it out word for word just so people can get an understanding because some people don't understand the draft point system, yep. right? And and it can be a bit tricky to understand, right? So what people need to know is that the, the draft point system, you, you're actually allowed to go into debt with your AFL draft points yep. as part of the AFL scheme. And you also get a certain percentage off if the player is actually connected to your club. So the father-son draft academy discount is 20% of your pick. So if a club values it at X amount, you get 20% off and you only have to give up 20% of what they're valued at. So this is what he said in a quote, word for word. So this is um, attributed to Pommy. So he said, imagine Costco versus Coles. He said, each pick in the draft has a number value like currency. Pick one is 3,000 points. Pick two is 2,570 points right through to pick 73, which is nine points, which is why you see past those picks, no one really picks anything up, right? He said, your father's sons enter the draft like normal kids. However, any club can bid, and the owner club, the dad's club being Carlton for the Campos, can match the bid. So if one of the boys uh, is pick 16, roughly where he's scheduled at this stage uh, on overestimates, that bid could cost the buying club, 1,280 points, which is pick 16. That's the value for those picks. The father-son club has a Costco card, effectively. And to match the bid, it's 1,280 minus the 20%, right? So it's minus that. And then Carlton needs to use the equivalent value to pick 16, which is 1,024 points minus the 20%. So Carlton can do this either by giving away, um, by either giving away basically to match you, um, to add picks together for points and effectively get pick 16 to take him. So option one would be to use um, one of our early second round picks, or option two would be to use pick 42, which is 614 points as well, plus pick 56, which we got in for Dow 2 as well. So that's 407 points. You can use 42 plus 56. You combine those together. Draft points equate to getting one of the camp alley boys. So in layman terms, do not worry
1: about the twins. They will be at Carlton. No question. And I've yeah. also yeah i've I've got a friend I won't name him but he's very very close to the sort of under sixteens under seventeens yep. draft team yep he thinks Lucas could be like very the, good. the big riser yeah. of next year okay. in the very draft like he he could be yeah. a top five or six pick right right which would be enormous for us and as you said yep. there's no need to worry about the draft nope. points and it also opens up like you saw what the Bulldogs did this year they traded higher up the draft to get ahead of where Jordan Croft would be picked correct so that they can nab Someone in the draft and yes. then get Croft as well. Yes. We've that's, seen a, seen a yep. few teams do that.
0: That's what Nick Austin will be looking at. If yep. he can somehow get ahead of the Camperelli boys yep. in the draft, that would be an ideal scenario. And that's what he
1: would be going through right now. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Carlton trade their first round pick this year yep. and their first round pick next year. Like, and try and get like, something up. Try and get like right. North Melbourne's first round pick next year yep. or try and get, I don't know, like Hawthorne's first round pick next year yep. and just bet on a bottom sixteen. And that way you have a pretty premium pick. Yep. But we'll worry about the draft in a bit. So, yeah, the points, the point system is interesting. Those three picks that we've got are probably going to equate combined, those three fourth round picks, to about 300 points. Yep. Which yep. is kind of like if, if, if the second Camberelli boy is a second round pick, then yes. that ties
0: that up nicely. Correct. And exactly right. Which is so, that, that's what they're looking at with regards to that. Mm. But there is also a scenario here that I wanted to raise with you mm. with regards to the draft this year. So it comes up right now. So we have currently picks 22 and 28 yep. right now, and then we have 70, 78, 96, right? That's, that's this year. So you can probably figure it about 96. Somehow, some way, after pick 10 in this draft, maybe pushing it towards pick 15, it is, it's bare. Bear. This draft is bare. I don't know where people are saying... I don't know how they've come up with... I don't think it's super draft or anything like that outside of probably the top two picks. So the Gold Coast Suns Academy player, his name escapes me now. Jed Walter. Yes, and then you've got uh, Harley, Harley Reid, of course. So that, those are the two absolute standouts in this draft, clearly. For me, what I'm looking at here is if somehow, some way, Nick Austin can bundle up those two picks, maybe those two second rounders... Oh, yes. Or maybe one second rounder for a future first and go and try to get a top 10 pick for this draft and go for someone like, I looked at Darcy Wilson, okay. who played a VFL game with Carlton and looked okay at 12 Nate touches Caddy. and kicked
1: to Or Nate Caddy. He's my boy.
0: Those are the two.
1: Yeah. So the thing would be trading our future first next year. Yes. And our two picks in the 20s. Yes. And try and get, say, Geelong's pick eight. And
0: with something back as well for next year. Two. And a future third next year. Something like that. A future yeah. second or fifth. So something like that. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but and for, I think I'd like for that to happen this year. And yeah. we've got live trading coming up for picks next week, don't we?
1: It, it can go until yeah. the draft. Right, so basically okay, yes, for those yes. who would freak out and go, no, why would Carlton trade their f- future first? Basically, we don't want that pick because if yep. Lucas Camparelli is better than that pick ends up being, yes. then that pick gets absorbed. Exactly. So if we trade it out now, we don't have to worry about it. Exactly. So
0: there's there are a lot of scenarios that Nick Austin and our team in list management have to look at, and that's why they're the experts. Of course, we've seen it
1: backfire <laughs> before, where Collingwood traded their future first to GWS. Yep. Yep. That pick ended up being pick two because yep. they finished 17th. yep, And that pick turned into Finn Callaghan. Basically, Collingwood would have had Nick Dakos and Finn Callahan instead of just <laughs> Nick Davis, But I'm sure hey, they're not complaining happen. right
0: now. I don't think we're going to be finishing 17th next season. I would hope anyway, not. So I, I highly, highly doubt it. Um, and, and you look at the teams that we've traded future first-round picks for. Fremantle, we finished ahead of. Gold Coast, we finished ahead of. And Western Bulldogs, we finished ahead of last
1: season. And you would hope that would stay the same. Exactly next. right. Exactly but right. I, I think the target is Geelong and pick eight. If we can turn... But Geelong
0: has to be what they what
1: they're looking at. They'd have to yeah. look at Geelong and say, you've got your first-round
0: pick. If we can somehow nab that by bundling up those second picks there, those yep. second round picks. And i I'd say go for it because the need for a Nate Caddy or a, or a Darcy Wilson type medium, high half forward. Yep.
1: Wizard Watson? or he won't
0: be there. No, nah, he won't be there. Yeah. No, nah, he'll he'll go probably top six, top five, maybe, yep. if that. Um, the other two, if they didn't go for the first round selection and they wanted to go, all right, let's go with a bit of depth, there's two. Lance Collard, I don't know if he's going to be there at those picks. Yep. Um, and the other one, um, who Pommy's been big on, um, if if we fall down to the second round scenario, um, Colton Bolstrup is the guy. Medium half forward. Uh, he's he's one that's, okay. that's that, 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 that we're probably be looking at and as well. So if we did
1: that scenario where we got rid of those picks in the twenties, and let's say we had pick eight, and then our next pick is seventy. Yes. That pick seventy, I think to me would I would target ready made. Okay. Not right. like not like raw yep. eighteen year old. Yep. I would go. Who's the best twenty three year old? Yeah, well that's exactly
0: right. Yeah. Even going down the rookie path as well, finding some state league players too. Yeah. Because the, the 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 nucleus is there. There's no. We don't have to change up much. No.
1: So, so I've 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 built our our depth depth
0: chart. Okay. So shall we go through it? I'll let you lead this because okay. you've put this together beautifully. So you've listed as so you've got key defenders, general defenders, on ballers, wings, mid forwards, ruck, Key forwards small forwards. Yep.
1: Right. And I I built those categories, and then I yep. thought, if I have to add any, I will. But yep. it's kind of all worked out all right. Right. So, yeah, my thoughts are, yeah, obviously, we get Elijah Hollands in. We lose yep. Fisher and Dow. Yep. Fisher would obviously be sort of a general defender, but he's versatile. He could play mid-forward. He mm-hmm. could play midfield. Dow is a pure on-baller. On Correct. And I think the number one priority in this draft, let's say we don't touch our draft picks at all. Yep. I think we need... To bring in an 18-year-old on baller, okay. and just someone yep. to develop yep. because Walsh, Chera, Cripps, Hewitt, Doherty, Kennedy, Carroll—that is sort of our on ball core group. Yep, we've lost Catterfield, Ed Kerno, and Paddy Dow. Mm-hmm. None of them are world beaters. No, nope. but you need those guys to get through a season. Mm-hmm. Carlton probably doesn't make the eight, if not for Paddy Dow and Ed Kerno. And um, Yeah,
0: well, they all played a role, didn't they? They played a role. Yeah. And
1: obviously, Setterfield wasn't yep. here this year, but we yep. haven't replaced him. Yep. I think Carroll can step up, and I think he can be a bit better next year. I agree with that. I'm excited to yep. see what Jackson Bins can do next year. And I think him coming to the wing might see someone like Akers maybe play a bit more on ball if we yep. need it. Like yep. let's, let's say three players are injured. As a rotation, of course, yes. Of course. And Doherty can play on ball and yep. all that kind of thing. Zach Williams being back changes a few things as well. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to address on-ball depth. The other so looking at at this depth chart, I know you guys can't see it, so I'll go through it sort of line by yep. line. A lot of people post trade period were like, "We didn't, we didn't get a key defender. We need a key defender." I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't agree with that either. We've I don't. Eight hundred of them. We've <laughs> got yeah. So I've got Jacob Weedering, Mitch McGovern, Caleb Marchbank, Brody Kemp, Sam Durden, Lewis Young, and then Dom McCoy.
0: And that's in order of importance. That's
1: in order okay. of where they sit on the yep. depth depth yep. chart. Yep. And I've got Wheatering, McGovern, Marchbank, and Kemp in our sort of best twenty-two yep. to thirty. Yep. So, Makes sense. obviously, we're lacking that big brooding body outside of Weedering. Sam yep. Durden can sort of be that, though. And Lewis Young, he's not a small player. So, mm-hmm. really, we're not lacking that at all. Nope. Not so at all. Not at all. I don't think key defensive post is something we need to touch. Nope. I'm more, I would be more up the other end of the ground. Yeah. I think we need a key forward. Completely agree. And one that can play in the ruck. Yes. So, someone yes. who can... Let's say, God, knock on wood, Harry Mackay misses half the season next year. So
0: are you saying forward, you're saying forward ruck instead of ruck forward? Not ruck forward, yep, forward, ruck. forward ruck. So Tom okay. DeConnings a ruck yep, forward.
1: Yep. We yep. need a forward ruck. Yep. Who's not Jack Savine. Right. Um, someone who is, God, as an example, like a Tom Ford in that Melbourne just picked up. Yes. Or,
0: or Joe, Joe Danaher. I know, I know he's not. But best that, case that, scenario, type player, yeah. that type of player, that type of player. So uh,
1: obviously an 18-year-old version of that's not going to be yep. able to play next year. Yep. We basically yep. have like a Hudson O'Keefe who's yep. probably that. So I don't know, maybe at that pick seventy you, you take best available out of the out of the sandful or out of the VFL or or something like that. Someone yeah, who can ready made yeah, play, yeah. play three yeah. games next year if you need yep. it. Because I think Carlton fans have gotten a bit what's the word? Sort of Charlie Kern has played what, forty nine games in a row?
0: Something like that about
1: that. He hasn't missed a board. game in two years. Go and touch that door, yeah. please. Oh, for the love on, of God. On. Headphones off. Go and touch the wooden door. Good. <laughs> uh, we, door has been touched. Yeah. So he's played forty nine games in a row. Harry's obviously been injured. Jack has been injured. Yep. But, yeah, the depth chart is not very deep yep. behind that. So the key yep. forwards are Charlie Kerner, Harry Mackay, Jack Savani, Harry Lemmy. Yep, great pickup. Great pickup.
0: Great, great, great spot on our list. I think that's an area we need to focus on, definitely.
1: Key forward, to me, is an important one, I think. I don't yeah. know if you address it with... I don't think you address it with a kid. Because you've got O'Keefe well, you and can't. you've got Lemmy. I don't think you can. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you, th- you know who would have been ideal for that? Who? And, and I know he contractually it was all over the place and there was no way we were ever going to get him. But maybe or child would have been, yeah, I think, an ideal type of player to go and get.
1: It, it feels too late, but I feel like even someone still like an Oscar McDonald who had a very good year in the VFL. Yes, yes. He's, just your, he's your key defender depth, your ruck depth, yep. your key forward depth. Yep. He's been on the list for two years. People forget he was in our best 22 both of those years and then had yeah. season-ending injuries in round one Correct. both of those years. Correct. It's probably too late for him. Yeah. But someone like that. Yes. Is someone I would target in the rookie draft.
0: Yes. I completely agree. Small forwards? Yeah. Interesting scenario. Yeah, I mean you look at the small forwards, yeah, go go through them. Jesse
1: Modlop, Matthew Owies, Corey Durden. Yep. And then the medium forwards. Oh, sorry, the mid slash forwards, Jack Martin, Lockie Fogarty, David Cunningham, Elijah Hollins. Yep. I think we need one more. Small forward? Small forward. Yeah. Like like a like a Jesse Modlop type. I think we need
0: one more of those. So who are you not? trusting to because there has to be someone that you're not trusting to go on Mm. or someone who's a little bit older who are you looking at
1: so my worry is we have a lot of small forwards but they're not goal kickers right okay like always can kick you a goal a game always is okay for that he is he is he's consistent but he's more like your 1.3 goals per game i want more like your 1.8 you're you're looking at 40 plus Modlov can be that yes so if he can be that then that's 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 solved and i think Corey durden had a a year from hell, injury-wise. Yeah, correct, correct. Jack Martin was awesome. He was one of the reasons we played finals. Yep. Can you bank on him to do it two years That's in That's the row?
0: question, isn't it?
1: We don't and know. Can you bank on him to do it for a full year? Know. I don't know. Lockie Fogarty is a role player. I don't think he's a goal kicker. And I don't think Elijah Hollands is a pure goal kicker. Mm. He's mm. more of that sort of starts at half forward, rotates yep. on ball kind yep. of player. Yep. So I would want... <laughs> yeah, God. Can we find an Eddie Betts, Jeff Garland, yeah, in the, yeah, in the rookie nice, drop again? Yeah,
0: that'd be nice, yeah. So that, that's another area that we need to look at too. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: I agree with you on that. Yeah. i agree with you on that. Rockstock's are fine De Koning, pit yep. net. If like Oh, Keefe's developed nicely. Oh, I know, Keefe, he's still a while away. It's I've got him really ahead like. of Murkov now in the Yeah, depth I do field. as well. Yeah. This I, I know Murkoff had a year from hell again, injury wise. And well, he, he, hopefully he he's have, okay. Hopefully he might never play, don't you? That's knows. the thing. I think if Good. this has to be if he if, oh, like, let's say Deconi and Pitnet get injured, yep. if he can't play next year, yep. then he needs to be moved on. Agree with that. Because at this stage, yep. if you've been on the list for four years yeah, of course, and of you course. can't be trusted at yeah, AFL level, course, then you can't course. play. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious to see what happens with O'Keefe and Lemmy next year, but they're still very raw. Yes, the wing depth has gone from nothing to, I think, pretty strong with <laughs> Akers, Hollands, Cottrell, Bins. Some of the best wingers in the game, it's to be honestly, honest. <laughs> it's inc- really good. Bins won the, um,
0: what do he win now VFL Best and Fairest. Yeah, good for him. Best and
1: Fairest. Um, I think Bins will play a lot of footy next year. Yep. And I think that'll allow them to get more creative with Doherty and Akers. Mm. And even, then Ollie even, will be on. Even
0: Cottrell as well. Cottrell as well, yeah. for sure. yeah.
1: Uh, general defense, I've got as Nick Newman, Adam Saad, Zach Williams, Jordan Boyd, That's pretty strong, Alex Chincotta, Lockie Cowan. I think you've got six players there who are AFL standard. Completely agree. Zach Williams coming in, again, allows you to get more creative. Yeah. I would like to see Jordan Boyd maybe play that David Cunningham role.
0: Whereas in uh, half-forward half forward. on ball. Whoop. Well- when he first came there was the word that around he a small that forward. he was playing as a small forward, which he which he wasn't. Yeah, which is so weird. I don't know where that came from. I like Jordan Boyd as the backstop at the stoppage across uh across the yeah. ground. Caleb as defensive stop. Yeah, I really like him in that role and I thought he was fantastic
1: against Brisbane.
0: Yeah. I thought that game has pretty much locked him in for round one next season, Yeah. Really.
1: He's in our my best
0: twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. I've got him in there as well. Uh, I think it's yeah. I think it's a fair to complete that he's going to be playing next season. I, I love that general defence too. There's a lot of run and zip there. Um, William Sard, Newman, and uh, Boyd. I've got some. I've got some good mail as well. <laughs> Pretty that, that they
1: raid Lockie Cowan. Yeah, super high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. To, to the, I, I like him too. To the point where he might be receiving a jumper change. Oh really? Year. Keep an oh, eye on that. Okay. I'll just I'll just tease that. Oh, okay. And he might not be the only one. I don't know. Okay. Another guy who didn't play a game this year might also be getting a jumper change. A guy who didn't play a game this year might be getting a jumper change. But we'll leave I'll leave you at that. Okay. Um no, but okay. so no. it's interesting. There's as you said, we don't we didn't need to change everything with the with the team this year. No, no. Elijah Hollands is a great little swing at defences. Brilliant. Yeah. He could be he could be a he could play twenty two games next year. He could. As a high half forward, Yes. impact midfielder. Yep or you know he may he plays six games as the sub and he plays the whole season in the VFL it doesn't really matter you gave up gave up nothing for him yeah. we gave the pick we gave up in the 20s was irrelevant because when Gold Coast picks get absorbed, exactly our pick in the twenties goes back to where it was. Correct. <laughs> so exactly. it doesn't matter. Exactly. We literally gave up a future third for him, which is yep. something Nick, Nick Austin should get future third tattooed on his like back or something. <laughs> Blake Agger, yeah. <laughs> greatest
0: trade in history. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Imagine if he if he does it again. I love the fact that he's a very silent operator. He, he seems it. very he very just, like he tight.
0: he's, just, he's mm. just quiet. He does what he needs to do. He just he's just the list manager. He's the list yep. manager. She'll make a movie about him, the list manager. <laughs> uh, I do agree with you on Lockie Cowan. I think he is going to be a player that is going to be a rising star for next season as well. And the fact that they played him so early in his career yep, uh, round last round. season just goes to show you how highly they rate him as well. And he's got a booming kick too. So
1: What stands out to you looking at the depth,
0: depth job? uh f- For me, honestly, it's the key forwards. Yeah. That's what I looked at. Uh, Pommy actually raised the name, which made my eyes roll. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when you actually, you actually made a great argument mm. for it. And we're not going to get him, but Levi
1: Kasbold. I've been saying <laughs> it for three years. I get laughed at every time I say it, but I'm right.
0: I, and my cousin is dying right now. I can just feel his. Look, my look, ears are burning. Levi, <laughs> Levi
1: is not that good. So what he is is key position depth in three positions. It's not gonna happen. No. But, but it, something like that. It's so valuable to have on your list. And that is what shits me about list management is they go and delist Levi. He has the best season of his life on the Gold Coast. And it's like yeah, and then you have a season where Charlie's injured, know, Harry's injured, it, and you have you're playing know, fucking Matt Kennedy at full know, forward I, in a final. I
0: know, I know. And it's <sighs> I know, I know. I get it.
1: I Sorry, get it. I get it. <laughs> the Levi thing annoys me because because <laughs> people people reply to you on Twitter like it's Levo Caswell. What do you mean? And then Matt Kennedy plays the center half forward in a final. I know, I and know, I know.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Which we still won, by the way. Uh, we had a lot of things going. Well, against we didn't us win on expected the... score. Ask Stephen May. Well, yeah, God, expected score is just just. It's a little bit overrated for mine. Just I like it. I like it as a. Bit, you know what's not like, overrated? What? Actual score. Yeah, you know. You know it's Winning not overrated. the game. Winning the game. Winning exactly. a final. Um, they're um anyway. they're in a world of hurt at the moment, the Melbourne Footy Club. But anyway, it's not about <laughs> them uh, for the time being. Um, okay, so shall we move on to the best 22 slash 23? Yes. Um, or well, we've got so we've named out. So key defeat. Let's go through just to summarise okay. everything. Let's just go through the depth chart again and then the names are in order of their importance, okay. basically. Basically
1: they're in they're listed in yep. order of where they sit in the pecking order. Correct. Correct. So, so let's start with key defenders. Pont fire away, sir. So Jacob Wittering, one. Yes. Mitch McGovern two. Caleb Marchbank three. Yep. Brody Kemp four. That order determined by the selection in finals. Yes. Sam Durden five. Yep. Lewis Young, six. Dom McCoy, seven. And Durden ahead of Young because Young was an emergency in finals. Correct. And Lewis Young was not.
0: Yep. Correct. Love it. Uh, yeah. No, I love it. There we go. Me? What am I doing? You read the next one. Oh, I'll read one. Well, the- oh, thank you. Okay, well, too much okay, all right. There we go. <laughs> right. No, no, no. That's what, what the point so, was for. I was going to sound like you're pointing. Oh, do you want me to list my key defenders? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So general defenders on the depth chart. Nick Newman, Adam Sard. Zach Williams, Jordan Boyd, Alex Chincotta, who apparently is going to be elevated to a senior spot. Good for him. um, And Lockie Cowan, who could make his way up through that general defender's...
1: There's uh, no spuds there. There's no depth. It's all good quality players. Nope. On ballers, this is your area. Go for it. So I've listed Sam Walsh at one and Adam Chera at two and Patrick Cripps at three, which is a luxury.
0: They can all alternate I guess. Oh, yeah.
1: George Hewitt at 4, Sam Doherty at 5, Matt Kennedy at 6 mm-hmm. and Jack Carroll at 7. Nice. So what we need is someone between 6 and 7. Yeah. So if you were to look at it this year you would have had under Matt Kennedy you would have had Paddy Dow and Ed Kerno and yep. then at Jack Carroll. Yep. So either Carroll steps up mm-hmm. and he becomes a Paddy Dow mm-hmm. Ed Kerno level rotation player or you go and get someone.
0: Yep. Or I, maybe Holland's can move into that. We and obviously obvi- I know they said half
1: forward. Elijah Hollands can move into that. Maybe yep. Martin can move into that. Maybe yep. Bins can move into that. Yep. You know, I, I don't know. But um that's that's sort of what you need. Docky yep. can obviously play defender on ball wing mid forward. I will say one thing just before we get onto the wings. Yep. If you look at
0: what we've done with Elijah Hollands, so you say the on ball depth, if you look at the players that we've shifted out and the players we've shifted in, they can the players we shift in now can all play multiple roles. Have you yep. noticed that with yep. a lot of these players? Hollands, half forward, mid. Martin can do the same. Yep. Cunningham can do the same. Fogarty can do the same.
1: Those mid all those are, all, are all very versatile.
0: They're all, they're all versatile players on this list. A lot of them are. And that's why Dow.
1: Mm. Sorry. He's a one-trick pony.
0: Thank you very much. Yep. Can't play half-forward. Can't play half-back. Can't play wing.
1: Can he play alongside Jack Steele and Brad Crouch? And he's not playing. We'll find out. He's not going to
0: play 80% midfield. Because you just can't. It's <laughs> no, because just, just you have happened.
1: Walsh, Cherokee here Hewitt, exactly. Doherty,
0: Kennedy. Exactly right. Yeah. Um. So Wings, Blake Akers, Ollie Hollands, Matt Cottrell, Jackson,
1: Bins. Strong. Very strong. Strong call. Mids forwards, Pont, Jack Martin, Lockie Fogarty, David Cunningham, Elijah Hollands.
0: Like it. Ruck, Tom DeConing, Mark
1: Pidernet, Hudson,
0: O'Keefe, who just keep an asterisk on him. Mm. I like what he showed um, in 2023.
1: And Alex Murkov, key forwards, that was an area for you. Charlie Kerner, Harry Mackay, Jack Silvani, who's probably not a pure key forward, but he, yep. he is on our list in terms of how he uh, is used. Yep. And Harry Lemmy.
0: Harry Lemmy. Uh, and then small forwards, Jesse Motlop, Matty Owies, and Corey Durden. And so I reckon there's is. a
1: lot of teams in the AFL that would have way more than three pure small forwards on the Yes, list.
0: could very well be the case. So you know what we'll do? Um, I'm going to take a screenshot of this and put it on Twitter. Go for it. So people who want to play this game at home, play the depth chart. And yep. basically the way Pont has done it is the names that he's highlighted in green here are in his best 22. The names that are in light green are in the best 30. So depth, in other words. Um, or well, And then it's depth after that. So... Um, best 30 on the precipice of being picked in the squad. Correct. And then depth is for the rest. So play the game at home. Um, let's go through your best 22 points. So fire away,
1: sir. So obviously I've selected um, this using the depth chart. Yep. So it's pretty similar to the team that was picked in finals. Basically, yep. Marchbank, Weetering, Newman, full back line, Adam Saad, Mitch McGovern. And I've got the returning Zach Williams in there. Completely agree. Yep. <laughs> he was, yeah, he's a best 22 player. He's one of our best players. But yes. if he's not... Back to his best. We have plenty of cover for him. Yep. Uh, Blake Akers, Patrick Cripps, Ollie Hollins. I think that'll yep. be the center line for 23 games next mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. I've got Sam Walsh on the half-forward flank. Charlie Kurnow, Jack Martin. We've seen Walsh start at half-forward, push on ball right for the last two years. Yes. Uh, Jack Silvani, Harry Mackay, Jesse Modlop, full forward line. Yep. I've gone with Modlop over uh, Oe's and Durden as yep. the starting forward. I project Modlop to be the clear number one this mm-hmm. time next year. Mm-hmm. Tom DeConing, Adam Chera, George Hewitt as the center line. Yes. Sorry, as the follower line. Yep. Sam Doherty, Jordan Boyd, Matt Cottrell, Lockie Fogarty, Matt Kennedy as the five-man bench.
0: Very, very nice. Now, I have a very, very similar best 22 to you. So my back line is identical. Um, Marchbank, Wearing, Newman, Saad, McGovern, Williams. That's the back six. Center line, Blake Akers, Patrick Cripps, and Ollie Hollands. Mm -hmm. My half-forward line is Jack Silvani. Harry Mackay and Jack Martin Yep, uh, across the full forward line. Charlie Kerno, Matt Owies I put in there just because I like – I know he got dropped towards the back half of the year, but I think he can work his way back in. For sure. Um, and Jesse Motlop. Ruck, I've got Tom DeConin clearly starting. Uh, on ball, Chera with Walsh. Um, and then on the bench, Doherty, Boyd. Uh, Doherty, Boyd, Hewitts. Bogarty, and then as the sub, uh, I've thrown in uh, Elijah Hollands just because I think they yeah. rate and rave about him highly. So that's my best twenty-two slash twenty-three. I actually forgot about Hollands. I, I was didn't. Doing yeah, this. I didn't have Matt Kennedy in there, uh, which is stiff. There are going to be a lot of stiff plays this season. But that look, <laughs> best twenty-two, best twenty-three. I'm not. You never. Have I'm not a massive 22. like not 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 a massive fan of it. But I don't really. When I look at the analysis of the game and the way coaches and and list managers look at it, I, I don't see it as a best 22, 20 because rotating every week, yeah. it, it's an alternating form and injuries. Um, our thirty to thirty-five is, is what, what is
1: becoming stronger. It's really that's strong. evident, and the, the, I yeah, I think, I think if I was Carlton, I would be making whatever necessary moves yes. possible to try and also win a like yep contend deeply in the VFL yep because I think you have a list that can do that. And winning breeds winning, spot on. And I think yeah. doing that at VFL level yep. will also translate at AFL yep. level.
0: No, I completely agree with that. Uh, so, okay, so that's the depth chart. That's our best twenty-two slash twenty-three. Again, people are going to have their own twenty-twos and twenty-threes throughout the off-season as well, uh, which is going to be fantastic. We we actually come into an off-season with. Genuine evidence-based optimism <laughs> for for a change, point. for the first time since <laughs> 2011?
1: A long time, yeah, God, <laughs> long, long time. My only question for on our best twenty twos. So yes. obviously we're doing this. It is October. Yep. Who do you hope? Yep. Is in, is is tracking towards best twenty two when we look at this again in February? Like who has had an enormous summer? Is ready to as sort of emerged as as a player who could suddenly be in the best twenty two that you didn't sort of expect? Jack Carroll. Jack Carroll. Mm like he goes ahead of say Hewitt and Kennedy something like that yeah that would be pretty cool
0: mm. he's very very he was he was at the back end of being an underage in his draft year he's yep. only 20 20 years old 21 yep. years old and now he's he out. can yeah and now he can ascertain the number one midfield role mm. at the AFL level that's for true. a little while that's true which was being taken over by Dow and a few others and Ed Kerno too when he was down there. So I think the fact that he's going to have a little bit more added responsibility and the fact that he's um, alongside Cripper as well, yep. uh, I think could only lead to something nice for him next season. So he's going to be one
1: for me. Yeah. Elijah Holland's for me in that re- regard. If, if we yep. hear like, all I want is David King to go to a Carlton training in January. Go, <laughs> J- J- Jared, he-, he reminds me a bit of Jordan to go. Uh- <laughs> I think this guy could be the big <laughs> the big difference for Carlton next year, and if I hear that, not only will I write it for usieana immediately. I was just going to say you'd be right on the laptop. Oh, God. I, I want to hear something did. like that. Do, but,
0: what what does anything perform better during preseason
1: than a Carlton training pump up? The only thing, and it legitimately happened this year, was David King declaring Nick Dayclos for the Brown Lord for $51 after one preseason <laughs> it was, it training session. Very close that is the greatest do. prediction of all time. That's
0: He did very well. Very, very I well love with that. Um, so I no think, man works harder than Kingy. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a good man too. He's good at the table tennis as well. He gets right involved <laughs> in it here. Um, early predictions for breakout player in 24. We're going to go on to the fan Q&A here. This is from... Ari Stamatakos, good name, man from your uh, neck of the woods. Uh, the see. great pond. Um, we might have answered that then, but um, just to be a little bit more formal about it.
1: Yeah, so uh, if it's not Elijah Hollins, who I think um, full preseason, full preseason yep. in our system, back home with his family, yep. I would love to see him be the breakout guy. If not okay. him, I would love it to be Jackson Binns. I think like it. I think there's a world where Bins plays 22 games next year on the wing, um, opposite Holland's. Yep. Akers becomes a more like versatile piece that can be thrown around as like yep. a switch, a switchblade. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty I bullish like on on, on Jackson. I, lo-
0: I love what they did with him this season too. Just let him cook. Yeah, just let him cook. Let him cook in the reses. Uh, for, for me, it's Jack Carroll. It's really yeah. left the field. Uh, I know our midfield is strong, but I really, yeah, I think there's there's something there with him. Um, Lock Egg, Lachlan Joseph. Um, this might be a question that we don't really know the answer to yet. I'm assuming there are about six to seven. Update on how many list spots are available.
1: Yep. So, obviously. Any
0: delisted free agent options?
1: We lose Kerno, Dow, Fisher, Honey, O'Brien, Philp. Before we answer that question, any of those yep. retirements, the listings you want you, you have any thoughts on? Oh, not really. No. I, I thought I would. Lockie O'Brien delisted under contract?
0: Well, remember the mail I got? couple Of weeks ago, you did get them, out. yeah. So, there you go. But also, <laughs> he
1: had a he, he came on trade radio and was like, Oh, yep. it was a surprise, you know. I thought I was, I was doing all right, I, I, you know. mate. If you if you thought you were going well, nah, he was okay. not going well, no, no he, he wasn't playing. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, <laughs> he was out for, I'm, I'm not laughing at him. I'm no, just saying, it, he just like, wasn't playing. If he didn't see that coming, oh, I loved it, it
0: mate. I, I. I I oh, ranted and raved about him in 2022, yeah. but no, just, you've got to improve every spot on the list, and that's what we've done. Akers, Hollands, and And again, wins.
1: versatility. Yeah, exactly had, right. had one spot. And exactly uh, right. I won't, I won't get into the fact that we burned three top 10 picks on players who have well, been traded for nothing. Every, and team has, every team has those stories. Uh, three in a every row. Every team has those stories, my anyway, friend. We're so, moving on
0: from that. Back to that question.
1: Uh, so how many list spots do we have open yep. right now? It's Seven. So we've we've lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players. We've brought in one. Yes. We get back Williams. I think that's five. Okay, right. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many of those are rookie spots, though. Yeah, there'll be a few rookies there, too, because we've got the two Irish fellas. Yep. So they Uh, come in, but Cincotta comes up to the main list. Yep. Uh, Anyone else come up to the main list? Uh, That's a very good question. I don't think so, but let me just There up in real time.
0: There, There may be one more. I, I think there might be one more. I don't know who.
1: It so is our the... rookies at the moment are Okoye, Boyd, Chincotta, Cottrell, Durden. Cottrell will be the one. Murkov, O'Keefe. I Co- think Cottrell Co- has to be the one. Cottrell and Boyd should both come up to the main list.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Bring up yeah.
1: Cottrell, Boyd, and Chincotta. Yeah. So there's, there's three spots absorbed. Yeah. Um, you take your two draft picks or your three draft picks. Uh, and then you you have the two Irish boys take those rookies, so spots. they'll
0: be B, uh, rookie bees,
1: rookie bee spots, rookie bees. Okay, I, I think that's what it is. Well, that would be huge because then they Bs. don't Bs. count to the actual list.
0: Something like that. I don't don't, don't quote me on yep. that. Don't quote me on that. But because they're international players, yep. there's a bit of a, it's not a loophole, but it's it's a it's a nice little thing yep. that you can do to to bring players. So into let's your say list. those
1: three rookies come up to the main list, Uh then so that takes up three spots. Yep, Elijah Hollands is a fourth spot. Yep. Uh, and then you have your three draft picks. So I think we might only be able to use two of those picks, which might indicate that they might trade one of those. Yes. If they doing that, otherwise maybe Jordan Boyd stays on the rookie list for a third oh, year. Just which looking. Is I'm just allowed. looking
0: at the Carlton uh, page right now. So the two young fellas that we get in. Uh, so Rob Monahan. And Matt Duffy
1: as international rookies. We should have mentioned one of them. Maybe maybe Rob Monaghan plays 16 games next year. Hey, you don't know. You who don't
0: knows? know. So that those two, mate, that Ireland is always a nice little happy hunting ground for players who can yeah. come here and, and do a job. Tui Byrne Sheehan. We've had mate? some good we've had some good uh, ones. Don't worry about that. Ty Canale, we're all right. Um Peter Jordan asked any depth concerns who will step up. I think we've answered that yep. throughout the show. Um Damon Mule uh or Mule. Looking a bit far ahead, but are the camp rally boys going to be in navy blue next year? Yes, they will be. Big time. Um Aaron S. has said, have we solved our high half forward gap or does the answer lie with the existing list? Could we explore switching Kemp? Uh I think we've answered our high half forward yep. gap with uh, a guy called Elijah Holland I think
1: high half forward is a situation that we are pretty yep. good on. Uh, and I think Kemp is needed for key defensive.
0: No. Yes, he can if a scenario gets desperate, yeah, switch down there, which we saw in the last game against GWS. Yeah, uh, Matt Weathers, what are your thoughts on the upcoming draft? Who will we be looking at? Will we try to trade up? I think we answered that too. I think I'd love for us to trade up to try and get someone like a
1: Darcy Wilson yeah. or Nate Caddy. What is like uh, Nate Caddy? He basically played key forward for us in the VFL. Why, uh, what what is his thing? I'd say high half forward is, yeah. is is his type of role, that's, uh, that's real high impact. 193 um, centimeters, 88 kilos.
0: Colton Falstrip as well is a guy. If yeah. we don't trade up, could be available there with our second round picks. But Darcy Wilson also did play for us at VFL level this season too. So so did Harley Reid. Uh, yeah, he did as well. Maybe we'll trade to pick one.
1: <laughs> no, we'll just trade for him in three
0: years. <laughs> and R.J. MacReady said we need a way too early best twenty-two, which we which we've done. Kind of gave you there. So. Um, I will and we will get this nice little depth chart going on Twitter. Nice. Uh, so we know it's off-season, but uh, it's not really off-season, is off it? <laughs> off-season is, is,
1: is Christmas break. That's about it.
0: <laughs> uh, have you got a prediction for us for next season? <laughs> <laughs> um, a way too early 2024 prediction?
1: My my hope yes. is that we have a clean clean summer.
0: Sam Walsh full preseason. Very Sam nice. Walsh full preseason. Elijah George Hollands Hewitt. full
1: preseason. David Cunningham gets a preseason. Oh god. Lucky Fogarty gets a preseason. Yes. Jack Martin gets... Zach Williams gets a like all of them. Yep. Because we all it happens every year.
0: And can I just profess to say something? If someone goes down with a little niggle in the
1: preseason, Don't or threat. someone. D- just relax. If Sam Doherty's not training with the main group in January, just it's, it's fine. Relax. It's fine. Just settle down. He will be they there. Have, they have residual fitness.
0: That, that people get injured. It's a contact sport. Yeah, they get injured in training. Just just settle down. It's just, not the grass. No, it's just relax. <laughs> just settle.
1: Yeah, correct. If you're watching a training session on January seventh and Charlie Kano isn't there, it's fine. You know what? I'm excited. It's to do.
0: Uh I want to go down to you and let's let's uh, if if the times permit and yeah. if the day permits, you and I will cover it for the station. We'll go down to Carlton's first training preseason session. Yep. Because there's nothing better than that. Broadcasted live on SEO I reckon we could <laughs> we'll set up a hut. <laughs> I re- I'll tell you what, people would rock up. People would rock people, up. People even if it's a weekday, people are going to rock up. So <laughs> um all right. That'll be us done and dusted. Uh so there's still a lot to unfold. We still have more live trading that can unfold with draft picks. We also still have the draft to come. So we'll reconvene, I think, after all that happens. And then we'll come up with an idea as to what the list looks like heading into 2024. So I hope we've answered as much as we can because it can all be at times it's very confusing for me. It's going back and forth. <laughs> Look, and I just like to see what, how it all let the list manager do what he has to do. Yep. And then just see how it all unfolds when it's all said and done.
1: I've done seven trade radios at this point. So like yep. picks and mega trades and pick swaps, yep. it's all pretty firm in my head. Um, my only thought um, before we go last question, mm-hmm. where does this, where did this trade period rank for you among our recent trade periods? Like we've obviously had bigger, bigger swings like you had yeah. the, the Cherry year and you had, you know, acres last year and, you know, years where we missed out on Papley and Canello. I'll tell you like what
0: that. it. i tell you what it's. For me, it shows a club that is stable on and off the field, yep. which is what we haven't been for a long, long time. It also shows that we are not desperate. Yep. It also shows that we are in a good spot, and I think sneakily, we've done pretty well. I agree. Sneakily, we've done pretty well. Um, we got rated a C plus by another. Um, Media outlet in our trade period. So,
1: and if you see the trade grades on Sen today, I had nothing to do with them. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: Why did we get rated? I think a C two. Ah, oh, come on! I said B. Oh, I wasn't right. Okay. To Righto. Terence, that's right. It'll be an A plus by the uh, by about ten years when <laughs> Elijah Hollands uh, wins a Norm Smith and <laughs> has three premiership medals wrapped around his neck. Uh, that's a wrap for you and I, Pont. Uh, follow you on Twitter at uh, Nick Negropontis. At Nick Negropontis. Follow me on Twitter at or Seb. 05, um, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to follow me. You can follow me anywhere. Uh, and that'll do us. We'll put up the depth chart. You can play the game. You can uh, send us your best 22s as well when we put it up in the uh, – when we tweet it out. Um, so that'll be us, uh, done and dusted, Pont. Um Pleasure doing it with you, and we'll reconvene after the draft, mate. See you after the draft. See you guys.